0: welcome to the dream out loud podcast where our mission is to help others succeed i'm your host dr chris bowen with five star development and today we're sitting down with karen robertson Karen was called to ministry at the age of 16 and went on to attend SAGU Southwest Assembly of God in Texas with a BA in Music and she also attended UT Arlington with a BA in Music Education. She has pastored alongside her husband as lead pastors in Burleson, Texas, planted a church in Oceanside, California. She also was the chapel worship pastor at S.A.G.U. in Texas and is currently lead pastors at Visalia First for the past 15 years. At S.A.G.U. as chapel worship pastor, she led worship, formed a trained worship teams with uh, with future worship pastors and leaders while forming and training a music travel team for re- recruiting for the university. Having and served as pastor of worship and creatives for all of the pastors, she produced and, and directed over 60 seasonal musical productions. And through movements and moments of worship, she liked to be called God moments. She brought churches into the understanding of spiritual foundations of worship and a deeper relationship with her creator and savior of their souls. God has led her into a new season as a professional coach for worship pastors and leaders, women in ministry, and pastors' wives. Karen, it's a delight and a pleasure to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast.
1: Wow, I'm exhausted after all of that.
0: (laughs) Good (laughs) job. You're a very, very busy lady.
1: (laughs) Good job
0: that that's amazing you have so many great uh, attributes that you can share with our podcasters today that are listening and tuning in and we know that you're a very 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 busy lady and maybe there's someone out there today that's listening to the dream out loud podcast that doesn't know you yet so tell them a little bit about who you are we have read your bio and how busy you are you're pastoring you've led all kinds of worship uh things and and been to some major schools so tell them a little bit about who karen really is
1: Oh, well, you said it right up front. Um, I felt called to ministry when I was 16 at a youth rally, and um, I just set on a path for that. I I didn't know what God was going to do with me. I knew I loved music, um, but I just submitted myself to the process and said, God, whatever you want um, to do with me, that's what I'll do. Uh, I just knew I had a passion for people learning the knowable character of God. And and I've done that mostly through worship, teaching, and caring for people. Um, so for decades now, pastoring and leading in worship, training teams in worship, and teams of worship leaders in the local church as well as the, the university level, um, I feel like I've gotten a broad spectrum of what worship means in churches uh, not just from my own experience of worship leading but just watching other churches uh, training teams seeing how individuals work with that kind of training who who truly feels called and who kind of backtracked you know started reeling it back in once they realized oh there's more than there's more to this than just being a musician um yeah. So those are the things that kind of make up who I am, as well as um, being in pastoring all these years. We've we've planted a church, and we've worked uh, in a megachurch, and I've been both lead pastor as well as worship pastor and creative arts director. So I feel like I have this broad spectrum of all ends where I can just really— Uh, have a heart for people wherever they are. Uh, But my main thing that drives me is people knowing who God is, and that's behind everything I do. So that's a little about That's
0: phenomenal. (laughs) That's amazing. And and hearing that, I I, I pastored for 27 years and I'm thinking, well, to have the gift to be able to be worship pastor as well as senior pastor, that is a dual responsibility. And that must be such an amazing gift. One of the things that you said that really stood out in my mind was that you just really care for people. And we know that what we do in coaching, and of course, this is going to be my next question, is what got you interested in coaching, mm-hmm. is that we have to really want people to succeed and to really propel in what they do well. So tell me what got you interested in doing that through the art of coaching.
1: Well, anybody who knows me knows that I adore Dr. Phil. I've watched him for, I think, ever since he first came on. Now, he's a counselor, not not a coach, Um, but one thing I remember him saying all the time is when he's trying to help people and they say, but what if, but I, I tried that, but, and then he says, but, 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 um, Mm -hmm. and so I realized the frustration that seeing, seeing that in him. And I've had the privilege of being in relationship with several licensed, um, family therapist, and they all say the same thing, that the most frustrating thing for them is knowing what people should do, telling them what to do, and then they never do it. And so coaching is not counseling. Um, You help people find their own answers, and it kind of does away with the buts because they find the answer within themselves, and there's no argument because you've helped them discover that themselves.
0: Yeah. That that's amazing. And the, the art of, of really being able to ask those powerful questions mm-hmm. and find the heart of that person is so much fun. Uh because the counseling, of course, we're given the assignments and here. You're sharing with us the art of coaching and mm-hmm. what got you interested. Really help people to succeed, fulfill everything that's inside of them. Yeah. So why would you say today that people need coaches in this moving into twenty twenty three, you know, uh the new year? Uh what why would people need a coach in twenty
1: twenty-three? Well Speaking from my own experience of just um, feeling like sometimes I know I know intelligently and skillfully what I should be doing, but you can get overwhelmed with life, with um, with requirements. With you can your emotions can get flooded. You can get emotionally hijacked. so it does it doesn't take someone who just doesn't know what they're doing to receive coaching. Um, people that are the most skilled need coaching. Uh, right. Sometimes they need someone to understand. sometimes they need someone to stand by them. Sometimes they're forced to step up their game before they're ready um, and then just feeling overwhelmed. They just need someone to come in, ask those powerful questions, help them think clearly in many cases, just helping them think clearly. um, Helps them uh, take a step forward, take a step up. It develops a sense of personal agency. Um, So it really helps them feel like, they can do the next thing. And that's where a lot of people get stuck is they they get comfortable doing their own thing, they, staying at the same level. They may desire to go up, but they can't because of uh, so many things just weighing down on them. So um, just helping them through that, helping them find that next step forward.
0: Yeah. And how important is that, that we have somebody that's really dreaming with us, even though it's not maybe our expertise, but just having that life coach standing beside us, mm-hmm. that's really pulling that dream out of us and believing with us. It's so important. And that's what is it's so effective about the coaching skill. So why would you encourage people to get equipped and trained as a professional coach?
1: Well, professional coach is the key word. Um, right. Right now, there's, I've noticed there's so many weekend trainings out there. Get trained in a weekend. And I'm sure those things are are great information, but um, getting trained in a weekend versus what you get, and they call that professional coaching as well. But um, going through this program with with DRC, Dream Releaser Coaching, and seeing the intricacies of coaching um, and knowing that the Chans have. Um, Dream Release or Coaching, and you yourself, Dr. Chris Bowen, um, are accredited with the International Coaching Federation. And when you see that badge, when professionals see that kind of badge on your website or or whatever, they know they can depend. It's not someone that's just gotten weekend training. They they put in the time. it's not a brush for the ego to tell people what to do because you have all the answers. A lot of people right. may say, you know a lot of people may say people come to them all the time with their problems because they can give them answers. Uh, mm. and I know a lot of people that that say, I don't know why everybody comes to me. I guess I you know I just present myself. But wisdom and experience are a great element to have in your toolbox for coaching. But coaching is more than just wisdom and experience. And you learn that when getting equipped and trained as a professional coach. You can't learn that in a weekend.
0: Yeah. So I want you to think back in your training. Now, we know that DRC goes through 50 weeks and we're about an hour a week online with another master coach and some colleagues. Mm -hmm. I want you to imagine going through two hours with DRC and us giving you credentials and say, go do it yeah how, how overwhelmed would you have been Completely. to try to do that in our segment
1: yeah well what I would have done was rely on my own wisdom and experience and right. that's basically being a mentor or um, a, a counselor of sorts but yeah. coaching is so much more than that um, you, you build that trust relationship with your your client um, they know that you may not have the same skills as they do and that's okay but you build that trust relationship that you're listening to them you're listening deeply to their stories and um, you're finding those little key things that that they're saying finding out a little of their background, their personality type all those things take so much more uh, than just wisdom and experience and you learn that through coaching.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really am very proud of our program at DRC. It is a very extensive course that we really walk people through because, as Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda, they want to help others succeed. And therefore, it takes training to do that. And they really put us through an extensive course to do so. Mm -hmm. I've been coaching now for 12 years. I'm still learning the art of coaching and asking those powerful questions, being in the moment with them. So, out of all the coaching firms that's out there, and you mentioned some of the weekends you could get it quick—you know, you, you know—you could send a check. Some they'll send you a, a piece of paper saying you're certified. But why did you pick Dream Release for coaching out of all of the companies that you saw?
1: Well, first, I I knew the Chan's uh, personally, and uh, Dr. Chan came to our church 15 years ago, our our very first week that we were lead pastors at Vicelia First, and that's how we met them. Um, and I trust and respect the chans, first of all. Um, so he was a coach and consultant for Vicelia first. And I, my husband and I are different leaders as a result of the chans, both Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda. And I love their story and where they've come from. If those listening don't know their story, take some time to learn. It'll make you take a look at your own list of excuses and push forward. Um, but as I said, DRC is also an international coaching federation approved and accredited coaching program, uh, which meets rigorous requirements for that badge. And the ICF badge tells anyone who's truly searching for the professional approach to coaching that this is a trusted and proven professional coach training program, and I'm proud to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, and like you said, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda, of course, are founders of Dream Roomster mm-hmm. Coaching. And I, I like to really talk, think about them uh, as a Lamborghini, uh, a Rolls Royce, uh, because you'll notice that you don't see those commercials on TV. Uh, you see Mercedes, you see Cadillac, oh, you see point. Ford, you see Toyota, yeah. but you. Labrini. you never see that. And they say this, our name speaks for itself. And I think everywhere that I have yeah. met people that know Dr. Sam, and Dr. Brenda, and along with our coaching firm, they know the quality because the name stands behind it, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan. And I think that's a really valid mm-hmm. point that you made. So if someone asked you uh, the benefits of becoming a coach, how would you answer them?
1: Um, It's made me a better listener. Um, It gives you tools for your own life and asking yourself powerful questions. Um, One of the practical things is it gives you control over your schedule. Uh, You have control over who comes into your life as a client. Uh, You have control over how much you'd like to earn. So those are the practical things about becoming a coach the benefits of becoming a coach but mostly it, I think it helps me to live out that sense of um, helping people and I like I said in the beginning that's I feel like that's one of the pools in my spirit and in my core being is just caring for people uh, helping them get further along and of course that comes with pastoring as well that Uh, It's at the core of who I am. So that's one of the benefits of becoming a coach is just living out that ability to help people go forward.
0: Yeah. You mentioned that listening skill, and I think that's probably the biggest one, especially in pastoring. As I was pastoring, I thought I was a good listener because I was a counselor. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really realized going through the art of coaching is you really have to enhance. Are you really listening or are you waiting on your turn to talk? Because we right. know the hearing is done with the ears. Listening is done with the heart. And that really helps us yeah. hear that that sets across the table yeah. from us. So tell us the most significant way that coaching has affected Karen's life personally.
1: Uh, well, it's kind of connected to the last question. It's just seeing that delight in someone's eyes or, or smile when they're finding their own answers and knowing I'm contributing to someone else's well-being. Mm-hmm promotion leveling up becoming the best they can be and living their best life but uh, another word that's really strong to me especially now you, you know you mentioned we we are currently pastors of vicelia first but we actually have moved into a different season of our life um, they have a new lead pastor now my husband has um, scooted over to global pastor so he's still has a, a a really strong role there at Vice First, but um, during the the pandemic, uh, when everything was shut down, I just it, that's too hard for me to shut down. So I thought I've got to do something. So uh, Dr. Chan had been uh, talking to us for a few years, you know, about getting some of our staff to go through uh, the coaching program, and uh, no one ever took him up on it um, for whatever reason. But I thought, shoot. Now's the time to do something like this. So, um, and then after the pandemic was over, a year or so is when my husband and I felt like God was leading us into a new season. And so now more than ever, the word legacy is so meaningful to me. Uh, It's at this point in my ministering career, I feel like I've done it all practically. Inheritance is what you leave behind. Legacy is who you leave behind and how they yeah. will affect the world and their world for the future. Um, so that's the most significant way coaching has affected me personally.
0: Wow, that's a that. that if so many compared and contrast things that you're saying, uh, after pastoring 27 years, coaching is what really helped me to transition mm. and to know my season as pastor was done, but my life wasn't over, right? That I still had great calling on my life to go to the next level Mm -hmm. coaching really helped me to really and i if you follow me on social media it's hashtag living my dream yeah because there's life after that anointing and calling that God put on your life. It's not over. There's it's right. something even better. You can help people move from that transition place. So I feel like I want to know this question about your niche. I know that you now uh, are a professional coach for worship pastors and leaders, women in ministry, pastors, wives. Yeah. How did you discover the niche that you found through Dream Releaser of what Karen is really good at? I'm yeah. going to really specialize in that. Yeah. How did you find that?
1: Uh, that took me a while because, you know, at first you start out, you think, well, I could do this or I could do this, or I don't want to limit, you know, the people that I can I can help. But mm-hmm. the more you, you study yourself, um, the more you settle into what you know you're effective at. And like I said before, you don't have to know every skill of, that everybody has in order to help them, but... Um, the, the niche that I feel like is most natural to me that I flow in is um, helping those in ministry, and specifically worship pastors or women in ministry. Worship pastors and leaders, why? Um, there are a lot of musicians, and sometimes pastors don't know how to choose worship pastors. They find someone that can sing well or play the guitar well and that loves the Lord, that loves— Uh, Worship songs has a a strong repertoire, but they may not be administratively skilled. Uh, In fact, a lot of musicians, um, by way of their their uh, temperament are not organized and structured, which uh, can be surprising because it takes organization and structure mentally to even know theory and that type of thing. Um, But when it comes to working within an organization, working with the flow of structure within an organization, even being organized and structured in their own life or building teams for themselves, um, and then musicians uh, can be sometimes natural introverts. So they don't Mm -hmm. enjoy managing people. That's like the the last thing they want to do is manage people. So – working with them on people skills even on pastoring how to pastor a group of people and wanna be musicians within your church uh, it, it's so difficult for some and then working with their pastor I've always been fortunate with mine and Mike's relationship because we uh, you know we we dream together we pray together we plan services together so I've not had that struggle that a lot of Um, worship pastors and worship leaders have in understanding pastor, uh, understanding how to flow with the service, uh, learning how to give up a little of themselves in order for it to be synergistic and and work all together for the the services. Um, From small church resources to mega church issues, uh, there's so much involved in being a worship pastor or leader. Um and I've done them both. And um I women in ministry. Um I didn't know what I was doing when Mike and I first got married and uh our, our first position was youth pastors. That that was pretty easy. You hang out with the youth and you do fun activities and then he preaches on Wednesday nights. I lead them in worship. Um dealing with parents, but that was a whole different issue than pastoring a church. And our first pastorate I took. I just felt so nervous about being a pastor's wife. I knew I was called to ministry. I knew how to do that, but I didn't understand the role of a pastor's wife. And uh, I remember asking someone at a women's uh, or pastor's wives retreat I went to one time. And I, after they did a session, I went up to them and I said, "Do you have anything I can read? Any any information on just how to be a pastor's wife?" and And they said, oh, Karen, you'll make a great one. Uh, People will love you. And I thought, that's not helping me (laughs) at all. I don't know how to deal with some of this stuff. And so I learned a lot by hard knocks. And boy, did I learn. Um, And I feel like there are a lot of women out there, not only women called to ministry, but the wives of a pastor, and then some doing both, like I did, learning to to juggle that strong leadership role along with the expectations um, because you're married to the pastor. You know, a lot of women just like me. I married my husband because I loved him, not because we were going to be pastors someday. Um, so there was a lot to learn there, and uh, I feel like the Holy Spirit, as well as other mentors, uh, have taught me a lot, and I feel like. I can be a great ear uh, for those kinds of people as well as some experience with that.
0: Wow. What an amazing gift to be able to reach out to those people. You've experienced some of that stuff now and able to coach other people. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you said that just really resonated with me and, and coaching is so much deeper than just being there. It's mm-hmm. it's about really pulling things out of an individual. And one of the things we have you to do back in our second track is to do a personality profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's 16 personalities and they're all great personalities, but we have to understand how an introvert works versus an right. extrovert sensing and intuitive and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so bringing that out really helps us to really master what we do in coaching of mm-hmm. how to deal with the clients in front of us. I'm so glad you said that yeah. because I think it really, really helps us identify who we're coaching and how we can pull the best out of them. Absolutely. So what is Karen's next big dream? I know that you've got to have a dream you're part of dream releaser. What is your next big dream?
1: Well, I have several projects going on that I'm, I'm juggling, um, but I'm building a studio, a music studio, now that um, I'm out of the day-to-day of being worship pastor. I'm building a studio. I want to write more songs. Um, in fact, I'm releasing a Christmas song this Thanksgiving on all platforms. Um, and then I'm also finishing a children's book on worship, and that's, that's part of the legacy thing, too, is to... Um, give families that time together to, for parents and children to learn together the scriptural foundations of worship, um, what it means to worship, and the God we worship. That is the most important thing. So I'm excited to, to finish all those and then um, just getting going in this, this coaching business as well, getting that marketed and promoted and and up and going and, and getting some clients going.
0: Well, we know there's going to be a huge market for what you're doing. And congratulations on that new song. We'll be listening for it. Oh, thank you. That's going to be exciting. (laughs) So as we conclude today, can you share information of how people can actually reach out to you?
1: Okay. um, Well, I'm in the process of building my website, which formerly was for my music. Uh, Now in the process to include coaching, leading worship, my book and my latest music and until then they can follow me on facebook and instagram just look up uh, karen robertson or at karen robertson music um, on both facebook and instagram and send me a message through messenger with your contact information on those sites Uh, it's checked daily I, i check those daily and then once the website is up and running i can inform those with contact information about the new website
0: Awesome. So if you guys are looking for a professional coach, especially in the area of worship pastors and leaders, women in ministry, pastors, wives, you want to reach out to Karen Robertson and make connection with her because she can truly dream with you and help you fulfill every dream that's inside that God placed inside of you that maybe has become stagnant. And that's why we have her on the show today. She has been one that's been able to dream. She's She's been able to do it. And because she's done it now, she is wanting to help others be able to succeed as well. So, again, if you're looking for a professional coach in worship as a worship pastor, as a leader, women in ministry, pastor's wife, reach out to Karen. I know that she will be a blessing to whatever it is that you're trying to do. Karen, it has been a delight and a pleasure doing you today. Thank you for you being a part of the RC. We want to thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: We hope this podcast with Karen Robertson has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser coaching or to find out more about other products and resources that you heard about today, simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. See you next time for more inspirational topics right here on the DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast. Until next time, stay blessed.